Please pray with me. Come, Lord Jesus, three times. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we gather for the first Sunday of Advent, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit so that we may have a deeper desire to live the gospel, to read the gospel, and to be the gospel. We ask all these prayers through the intercession of Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So as we gather for this first Sunday of Advent, my question is, what is your plan to have a life-changing Advent? What is your plan to have a life-changing Advent? Because if we don't do things differently, it's just kind of same old, same old. And we become kind of slothful in our faith, and we don't have that vigilance that we're asked to have in our gospel. And a lot of us, I think if I asked you to do something more, you'd say, Father, my plate's pretty full, I can't do anymore. But what does the Word of God say about being challenged to grow in your faith? 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No trial has come to you, but what is human. God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond your strength. But with the trial, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. So that's another way of saying the Lord will never give you more than you can handle. The Lord will never give you more than you can handle. So a few challenges I would have for all of us this Advent is the first one is turn off the TV all of Advent. You can do it, trust me. Our deacon yesterday preached and he said he took that challenge of last year for Advent and hasn't turned it on since. And he said just this heaviness in his heart went away because we get weighed down by the news and how much of the news that we hear is good anymore. And even thinking about when they weather forecast, there's actually a lot of money in that to scare us and to get our anxieties riled up. And even Jesus says, beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. And some of our anxieties are actually caused because as a culture in America, sometimes we like to be in the know. We want to know everything. We get a little curious about what's going to happen tomorrow. What's the weather going to be like? Am I going to be safe? But Jesus came to give us ultimate safeness, <laughs> eternal safeness, to be saved, to be safe. And he comes to us as a child. Not very intimidating, but the kings at that time were totally intimidated by him because they knew he had power. And then he did his public ministry, he performed miracles, he was crucified for our sins. To because we are separated from God the Father. And he wanted us to know that through his power of his resurrection that everything was going to be okay. And if he could conquer sin and death, whatever trial you are going through, he can help you. So the first, tr first challenge is to not watch TV. The second challenge is, is to pray to the Holy Spirit every day. Sit, play, come Holy Spirit. And Give me the words to inspire others, or give me actions to inspire others without counting the cost. Because I think a lot of the times we give with attachments. 
But the Lord gives to us freely. He warns us freely so we can do the same. He gives himself to us in the Eucharist every single Sunday and every day if we want. His body, his blood, his soul and divinity. Everything. And we really have to focus on what that means because in about 25 days we're going to celebrate Christmas in the Incarnation. The fact that God became a person. Jesus is God. That person becomes present on this altar. Christmas happens at every single Mass. Are we aware of that? And we have to, if we're fed with the Lord in the Eucharist, we have to go out and serve without counting the cost. Today's a great time to go do that because I'm sure you know one or two, three, four, five elderly people in this town who aren't going to be able to shovel that heavy snow. And maybe you could call up some friends and take a chance, call upon the Holy Spirit and just go do a random act of kindness. I couldn't remember having that Catholic guilt growing up. And I would go shovel my driveway or snow blow my driveway. And then, then the Holy Spirit would just start tapping me on the shoulder. Look across the street. Your neighbor's in their 80s. Why don't you go over there? And I would struggle. I would argue with the Lord. But I'm hungry. And you'd say, but they can't do it. And you can. So go use your gifts. So I would. And I'd look across the street to the next person. And four driveways later, I was extremely hungry. But I emptied myself so I could be fed with the Lord. And I'm not saying I'm all high and pious, but it was just something that I think we can do for our loved ones in this time of the snow season. Because in our psalm today, it says, Psalm 25 says, To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior, and for you I wait all the day. We ask him to teach us his ways. And one of the ways of being good and upright it says, even says that he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice. He teaches the humble. So he loves sinners and he loves those who are humble who say, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not perfect. I got my own mess. And he comes and cleans us up, which leads me into my third challenge, is to go to confession at least once this Advent. And I think a lot of us, when we hear confession, we get a little bit scared. And I hope you know that we're not going to yell at you But how do I go to confession? Why do I go to confession? The church asks us to go to confession at least one time a year. That's a minimum to be considered a practicing Catholic. But we go to confession to be reconciled to the Lord, where we get our strength. Because we're even told in our readings today, St. Paul says, strengthen your hearts. And we get our strength knowing that we are forgiven. And then we can forgive others. Simple thing. Bless me, Father, for it's been how many years since my last confession? 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. And here it is. And those are the confessions that priests love to hear. Because the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter comes home to the Father. And the Father runs to you. And he loves giving you his mercy so you can forgive yourself and you can forgive others and be at peace. So when the second coming happens, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be like those who are having their heads down and are carousing and caught in drunkenness. When we go to confession, we repent. We turn away from our sins. We're forgiven completely. 
And those anxieties of daily life don't really seem to matter anymore. And we won't be caught off guard when Jesus comes because we'll recognize him. And when he comes, we won't say, ah, I blew it. We'll say, no, I lived the best I could. I went to confession at least once a year. For Advent in 2018, I turned off my TV. For Advent in 2018, I prayed to the Holy Spirit and I asked the Holy Spirit to inspire me so I could do one random act of kindness a day without counting the cost. Because yes, we are all going to be judged. We are all going to die. But why don't we tip the scales in our good deeds to show our Father in Heaven how proud we were to be a friend of Jesus, to be a best friend of Jesus, to be a disciple of Jesus, to know that you don't have to be afraid of this Jesus. We've been receiving him every Sunday in the Eucharist. Do we know who we're receiving? Aren't we proud to be Catholic Christians? Or are we hiding in the darkness? Jesus comes to us in the Incarnation and in the Second Coming as a light. And I want you to focus on that light this Advent to know he doesn't want you to leave you in the darkness, but he doesn't want to leave anybody in the darkness. And so many people feel that they are in the darkness. And his light gives us courage to move forward. His saints give us courage to move forward, to remind us that, yes, we are all sinners, but we ask him to teach us the way. Show me the Lord, way, Lord, and let me be humble. And be humble is to be earthy, is to be well-grounded, to know that the Lord will never give you more than you can handle. But if we don't challenge ourselves to have a life-changing advent, we always have to ask ourselves, why am I Catholic? Why do I do what I do? We have to ask ourselves that question often. So three challenges are before you this Advent. Turn off the TV. Pray to the Holy Spirit every day to do one random act of kindness. And come to confession once this Advent. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will have a life-changing Advent. And you'll want to bring more people into the fold. Because you will see how good our Lord is, how much he likes sinners, how much he loves bringing us the light in our darkness, and how much others are in need of the same thing you're in need of. Divine love. May God bless you this Advent. Know my prayers and please pray for me that we may all have a life-changing Advent.